Hi, this is Daphne Maxwell-Reed, and you are listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson with a reminder that we will replay our conversation with Charles Grodin beginning at the top of the hour. We hope you're staying tuned for that. In the meantime, we will shift gears this segment as we welcome Michael Shevak in movie and TV parlance. It is safe to say that Michael Shevak has an interesting story arc. He began his adult life as a medical student before discovering what he really wanted to do in life was be a writer. To make ends meet, Michael took a job as a copywriter which opened the door to a career in advertising that spanned 10 years and included many award-winning campaigns for such companies as Apple Computers, Black & Decker, Colgate-Palmolive, the U.S. Postal Service, and the one for which Michael is probably best known, Gillette Razors, for which Michael created the iconic slogan, Gillette, the best a man can get. But after 10 years, Michael realized there was more to life than catchy slogans, and to make a long story short, he had a spiritual experience that changed the course of his life and paved the way for his second act as a writer and teacher of spirituality. Michael Shavak has since written six books, two of which are out right now, one of which, Soul Lessons from The Wizard of Oz, makes the case that there are spiritual lessons in The Wizard of Oz that can teach us how to find our way home, so to speak, if we follow the yellow brick road. We'll tell you about both of Michael's new books in just a sec, but first, Michael Shavak, welcome to TV Confidential. Thank you so much. It's great to be there. How do you go from med school to advertising? That does not seem like a straight path. No, it isn't. You have to have a Jewish mother. <laughs> and, you know, uh, it was, a, it, you know, they, they knew I had a, a mind, but they were very, very panic-stricken that I wouldn't be able to support myself because they came from very, very poor people. Mm-hmm. So I was guided to medical school. It wasn't my my intention, but it got me you know, older. You know, I had graduated college very young. I grew up a little bit, and then I had to find myself. And that's what happened. One day I wrote a children's book, and I said, gee, I can write. I decided to pursue writing. It led to the advertising. And then the advertising, in a very strange way, led me back to something that I had started when I was very young. But back then, they didn't call it spirituality. They didn't even have a name for it. I was kind of inventing it. Yeah, well, in a way, this kind of segs into the essence, so to speak, of Soul Lessons from the Wizard of Oz, because in a word, one of the key concepts you make in that book is you have to pay attention to your inner spirit, your true self, and forge a path in life that is true to what you want to do and what you believe you should do versus conforming to what your mother wants you to do. Yeah, I mean, I was basically Dorothy in the farm with Auntie M, and I was living in Kansas, by the way, with apologies to that fair state. Yes, I was going to say, I have a lot of listeners in Kansas, so when, when, when we speak of Kansas, we are speaking metaphorically and not actually, not literal. Right, but we're talking about, you know, as it is in the movie, black and white, flat, dusty, where you can't believe in rainbows. You can't believe somewhere over the rainbow. And every single human person has to find in them their own spark and tear away from the ordinary state of mind, which is what Kansas represents, and progress to a different state of mind, which is the odd state of mind. And this is the essence of spirituality, whether you frame it by religious terms or psychological terms. You know, psychologically, you might call it individuation. 
And yes, I had to leave Kansas, and it was not easy. On the line with us is Michael Shavak, Michael's latest book, Soul Lessons from the Wizard of Oz, How to Follow Your Yellow Brick Road, makes the case that the Wizard of Oz is not just a story, but a pathway to profound spiritual lessons that could help us move away from the dull, flat, black-and-white existence that can hold us back and discover the vibrant, technicolor, spiritually open Oz state that leads to our true self. There are 20 lessons in Soul Lessons from the Wizard of Oz, each of which include case studies that illustrate the various principles involved. Soul Lessons from the Wizard of Oz, How to Follow Your Yellow Brick Road, is available through Amazon.com, OzSoulLessons.com, and Michael Shavak. Dot com And Michael spells his last name S-H-E-V-A-C-K, michaelshavak.com. Let's see. now. And your favorite bookstore. And, and your favorite local bookstore. And your favorite, wherever books are sold. Wherever books are sold. So going back to how we introduced you, given your background, it's tempting to describe you as a real-life Don Draper you know the uh, the, prote- the protagonist, <laughs> a yeah, of of Mad Men, you know the original Mad, but but Mad Men would have us believe that once Don Draper found his Oz state, he went back into advertising. That was not the case with you. No, no. They, while I was in advertising, I was constantly questioning the value of what I was doing. It was a it was a very very exciting career. It was it was dynamic, and I was enjoying it. It was extremely creative, and it made some money, which was a nice thing. I got married and had some kids. But I was looking for some kind of value and some kind of meaning to life, and just being comfortable wasn't good enough. I was always asking these questions underneath the surface until the 10th year when I was in the uh, business. A very unusual miracle actually took place. It was truly a miracle, and it just jettisoned me into a whole new life. Now, in your case, you jettisoned it into a whole new life. You didn't do it on your own. You did. It. You teased it. You mentioned there was a miracle. There was at least one person who helped you find the rainbow, so to speak. Yeah, well, it was my mentor. Um, it, it turned out it was a very strange thing. I had gotten fired from a very big job, and my ego was really bruised, And uh, but I... I just basically said, I looked up in the skies, you know, over the rainbow, and I said, okay, who's ever there, I'm open. I'm open. And the next day, a newspaper arrived in my local town, and it said that a a new rabbi had come into town. I'm not a particularly religious person, but it was interesting. And he was Italian. He was born in Italy. He was educated in New Orleans, Louisiana. And he had just come back from Dallas. Well, my wife is Italian. She was born and educated in New Orleans, Louisiana. And her son from her first marriage had just come back from Dallas. Now, if you don't believe in God, you'd better have a stranger idea on how this coincidence takes place. (laughs) And I, I, I went and met the man. And he turned out at that time, Rabbi Benparad, to be the, the, uh, one of the leaders of the world Jewish community to the Vatican and the World Council of Churches, and it turns out I walked into his dream. He decided I was the student uh, that he had been praying for, and it led me to a whole new career, uh, and I actually was ordained a rabbi, 
And uh, but I'm not. I must tell you, I'm not. I'm more spiritual than I am religious insofar as ritualistic kind of thing has always been that. Yeah, you as you just said, you're more you're more spiritual than religious. The answers in life, to the extent we seek them, are available in all beliefs, not just one or two. Yeah, well, it's not even see not even beyond more than one belief. It's just that the lessons are here in life. And all our scriptures and all of our religions are footnotes to the life experience. So I learn from life. And then I just simply footnote my experiences and anything that I have in books that are very powerful, that impress me, are usually lessons that are being brought to me through the books that affect my life. You know, life is another good word for God. You know, another nice synonym, because that's what we have here. We have our experience in life. So that's what happened, and it was a very shocking experience. Down the road, I started teaching spirituality and comparative religion at Stony Brook, which is part of State University in New York, and business spirituality at, at Lehigh University at the Iacocca Institute for Global Entrepreneurship. It led me into a whole new career. Life is very, very, very interesting once you start the Yellow Brick Road. Michael Shavak is on the line with us. As Michael just mentioned, he has taught spirituality and comparative religion at the School of Social Welfare, State University of New York, as well as business spirituality at the Iacocca Center for Global Entrepreneurship at Lehigh University. He also wrote a very uh, popular column on business spirituality for Success Magazine. Michael also an ordained rabbi, although, as he just mentioned, his focus is more on the spiritual aspects of life than any one religion itself. Michael's latest book, Soul Lessons from the Wizard of Oz, How to Follow Your Yellow Brick Road, will change the way you look at the Wizard of Oz while also maybe changing the course of your life. Soul Lessons from the Wizard of Oz, How to Follow Your Yellow Brick Road, available through Amazon.com, Oz Soul Lessons. Dot com, michaelshavak.com. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. What is the Oz state of mind, Michael, and is it the same for all of us? Yeah, it is basically the same for all of us, but we will express it differently depending who we are. You know, the, the Kansas state is a finite state. It's fixed. It's where we are. It's we're operating within rules and regulations. We're operating according to fixed behaviors and requirements and a lot of uh, have-tos. But the Oz state of mind is very different. It is generated by the heart's desire. The heart's desire propels you through it. And the rules and the regulations are there, but they're secondary. It's more of a right-brained path than a left-brained path. And it opens you up to the miracle, which we don't want to pay attention to because everyone is so afraid of freedom. We are so afraid of freedom, we will try every possible way to avoid the fact that we have freedom. And that freedom comes when we realize that our thoughts and our words and our desires interact with the fabric of life, interact with the consciousness from which everything comes, and we actually have a living relationship with life. You know, if you are, if you are Jewish or Christian or Muslim, you might call that a covenant a living relationship of alignment with the way life is organized. And that is the odd state of mind, and that's what Dorothy has to discover in the story. She has to discover that until she changes her relationship to herself on the inside, she cannot find her way back to Kansas. 
she must grow on the inside and discover the different faculties that she has on the inside of her and integrate them, such as the scarecrow or her, her mind and the tin man, which is her loving heart, or the cowardly lion, which is, you know, the will. And these faculties have to be united together with her, her vital self, or toto, like a totem animal. And then she can begin to get on the path to power, which is the yellow brick road. We all have to do this. Yeah, one, one difference between all of us and Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz is that Dorothy had outside forces help her discover her true self, whereas you make the case in Soul Lessons from The Wizard of Oz, Michael, is that our mind, our heart, our will, all of those components are in us already. Yeah, we are always having helpers. All right, right now you're helping me, I'm helping you. We all have helpers. But we reflect whatever happens on the outside, we reflect it in an inner reality. It's like an inner description. And if I relate to someone a certain way, it's because there's something in me which is making me relate to the person. You know, I'm hardwired. The other person may push my button. You know, they're a fuzzball. I'm a piece of Velcro, <laughs> another analogy that I use. So you have to, no matter who you meet in life, no matter how many helpers you have, whether they're good witches or bad witches, it's your inner relationship to yourself which determines the continuity of the yellow brick road. You have to stay focused on getting to Oz. And that's where there's always a two things. There's an inner world and an outer world. All right? It's like the, the philosopher Descartes described it. He described it as the res cogitans, or the world of thought, or the inner world. And then the res extensa, or the kingdom of extension, or the outer world. And we've got to master the inner world. That's the spiritual dynamic. Soul Lessons from The Wizard of Oz, How to Follow Your Yellow Brick Road, will change the way you look at The Wizard of Oz, while also maybe changing the course of your life. Soul Lessons from The Wizard of Oz, How to Follow Your Yellow Brick Road, available Amazon.com, wherever books are sold online, as well as your local neighborhood bookstore. Michael will be back later this month for part two of our conversation. Among other things, we'll talk some more about how he came to write about business spirituality. He has another new book out called The Six Fix that teaches life-centered values and priorities that can help every American grow spiritually and help every American enterprise grow and prosper. We'll talk about The Six Fix and more when Michael Shevek joins us in a few weeks for part two of our conversation. We hope you join us for that. In the meantime, take a quick time out, then we will replay our conversation with Charles Grodin from December 2012. We come back for hour number two of TV Confidential. Stay with us. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-890-1032 That's 800-890-1032 This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty Group, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.